You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 49 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I'll discuss healing the witch wound, and I'll review the Oracle of the Witch Reclaim Your Birthright deck, and Spells, a little deck of enchantments, both by Rockpool Publishing. At the end of the episode, I'll share with you a nine-card spread that I created to help us heal the witch wound. I know that some people fear witches, but I've always been drawn to the witch archetype. Not the scary version that they like to portray in horror films, but the healer aspect that I strongly associate with witches. Sure, there are those that dabble in the dark arts, but that's not what I'm talking about. You'll find that with any group of people. That's just part of humanity. There will always be those that corrupt and twist their power to inflict harm. But that doesn't mean that we disconnect and disown one of the most powerful archetypes to work with. I associate witches with healing, concocting soothing tonics and tinctures, and dancing under the full moon to amplify their healing powers and their connection to the divine. Witches are stewards of the earth, protecting and worshiping nature, while also forging the woods for natural ingredients to treat all kinds of ailments. She walks her own path and doesn't conform to society's pressures or demands. Just because she's mysterious doesn't mean she's up to no good. She keeps to herself to protect herself from threats of those that don't understand her ways. She doesn't force her beliefs on anyone, and all she asks is that her beliefs be respected in return. Is she wild by nature? Sure. But why is that so bad? She's a free spirit, one that can't be controlled or manipulated by corrupt authority figures. I see that as an admirable trait. She's true only to herself, her craft, and her path. She's unapologetic, bold, rooted in her power, and sure of herself and her abilities. I'm an indigo child so I deeply resonate with this renegade, rebellious, unconforming approach to life. So those are definitely traits I cherish. These are the same qualities that certain groups are trying to stamp out these days because they know that it threatens their power. But I say let them shake in their boots. It's time to reawaken the witches and come back to our ancient ways. My inner witch seems to be close to the surface more and more these days awakened by the fear that our kind is being hunted again in new ways. As I continue to work with various archetypes, I resonate the most with the healer, the witch, and the mystic. For me, they even blend together into one powerful, healing, divinely connected way of being in the world. As I age, and now that I've reconnected with divination in this life, 
My inner witch is ever-present, always at the ready to have me tap in and receive ancient wisdom from her vast experiences in many of my other incarnations. I can always count on her to remind me how powerful I am. She dances within any time I'm near fire or a flickering candle, and especially when the moon is full and the storms roll in. She rages within when injustice rears its head again, which is way too often these days. It can be hard to withstand her wrath at times when she notices old patterns repeating. That fear of the witch hunts is never far from the surface. The sleeping witch is only ever just sleeping, and maybe today is the day you light the fire. Carlene The musician and composer Carlene captures witch energy better than anyone else I've ever found. Her songs, including her Wake the Witch album, has been instrumental in healing the wounds left gaping from the tragic witch hunts and trials that I've been working so hard at healing. These wounds have been the hardest for me to heal, but I'm doing the work that needs to be done. I feel strongly that this time in history requires all the past witches to return to those memories and soothe that ache. The wrath, the grief, and the pain that we've carried for centuries is calling for us to finally release it all. Music has aided my healing work with this particular wound. I make a playlist for all my books in the Divining Sisters series, and there's a ton of witchy songs on there that are empowering and healing in this area. I have all of those playlists on my author website, and I'll include links in my blog for each of those playlists if you want to use this music to awaken your inner witch, tap into her power, and heal the wounds associated with the injustices she faced. Check those out, and I highly recommend the songs Witch by Carlene, Witch by Devin Cole, Same Old Energy by Kiki Rockwell, Water Witch by Brandy Carlisle, and all the tracks on Carlene's Wake the Witch album, which she released in early 2023. Seriously, go check out all of those songs. They are all featured prominently in all of my playlists. So how will you know if you have a witch wound that needs healing? Mine manifests strongly as a blocked throat chakra. In fact, this might be the first sign that you notice. During the witch hunts, Women were tortured, jailed, and silenced, literally. Google Witch Bridal to see the images of the metal contraption that they would use to place on an accused witch's head. With this contraption, there's a mouthpiece that's inserted to hold the tongue in place to keep the witch from saying incantations to harm their jailers. These were used in England and Scotland in the witch hunts, mostly around the late 1500s and the 1600s. It was barbaric and cruel punishment. And remember, most of the women jailed and hunted at this time were innocent. But that didn't stop those in power from spreading fear that women were to blame for all that ailed their villages. Knowing that this torture and mistreatment awaited them if they were to raise any suspicion, it's no wonder many women kept silent, losing the ability to use their own voices. For millennia, Women were blamed for failed crops, the temptations of man, 
impotence, plagues, and natural disasters. Those they accused of witchcraft were attacked, hunted, tortured, broken down physically and psychologically, starved, sleep-deprived, and in many cases, persecuted. And this could have been for something as simple as offering a neighbor a healing tea, growing herbs in your garden, or sharing medical knowledge. These abuses and injustices conditioned women to hide their light, their knowledge, and any gifts they may have possessed. And it taught them to withhold their wisdom or healing abilities out of self-preservation, unfortunately. But who could blame them? Through the witch hunts, women learned to hide, isolate, play small, play down their abilities, and they let their gifts wither away as they put targets on their backs. This was to the detriment of society as a whole. Those gifts brought light into the world, and in each case, when they dimmed their light, the world was left a darker place. We all lose when we force individuals to dampen their light. These are inherent gifts that should be celebrated, not stamped out. Do you ever notice yourself hiding your gifts? If so, this is common for this type of past life wound. Think of all the wisdom lost when women stopped sharing their knowledge of the healing arts and remedies for common ailments. How many lives could have been spared had these so-called cunning women not been afraid to speak up? For millennia, this knowledge was lost due to women being silenced. But I'm noticing that these rituals, sacred wisdom, and healing gifts are returning as witches of the past awaken. The witch trials were a great injustice that lasted hundreds of years. Truth be told, I think they lasted millennia. But history doesn't have the actual count of lives lost during these hunts. But now, at this time in history, we can be part of the healing that clears the trauma left by these unjust actions taken against those who were misunderstood just because they held beliefs and practices that weren't in line with societal norms. Our healing can help us move past this trauma that has left a lot of us hiding in the shadows and playing small because it feels safer to be invisible. In order to heal, we have to face that anger and resentment that still lingers from those tragic deaths. It's not easy. In fact, this was the hardest part of my healing journey. I just had to cry it out and let myself rage against those memories and rage against those in this life that are repeating similar patterns that I've often found triggering. But as we've learned through our shadow work, we're triggered in order to facilitate our own healing. So over the past few years, I've been able to work through a lot of this trauma for the most part. So, if you find yourself holding your tongue, modifying your behavior, hiding your practices and studies, and protecting your rituals from prying eyes, you could have a witch wound that needs to be addressed. I've noticed that a lot of women express this as playing small, attempting to be invisible, and working only from the shadows. I'm totally guilty of this. When I first discovered tarot, I kept it a secret from everyone for two years. I only came out because I felt called to create this podcast. And then, of course, I went on to write my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters, that features divination, 
and the past lives of witches prominently. But it wasn't easy to overcome a severely blocked throat chakra and fears of being public with these beliefs. I still worry that there'll be backlash one day. Living in the Bible Belt in the southern United States doesn't help any of those fears. But I believe we incarnate and live in specific places for a reason. So I'm here to help dispel myths about divination and demystify it. But that has required extensive work on this witch wound. Luckily, I've had the help of an extraordinary energy healer who has helped me in that regard. She's the inspiration for Izzy Frey, one of the main Divining Sisters in my book series. And she is the most magical person that I know. I had to create a character based exactly on her to show the world that magic really does exist. If you're interested in working with a real-life Izzy, her name is Stephanie Sievers, and you can find her on her website, thewokewanderer.com. With her help, we've discovered numerous lives where I was persecuted as a witch. In some of those lives, I was directly involved with the craft, and in others, I was just a healer deemed a witch during the witch trials. Those lives are strongly connected to the fears that I face in this life of being public about my healing and intuitive gifts. I fight through severe anxiety, panic, and distrust of others because of it. So pay attention to how you feel when revealing parts of yourself or your practices that you find most sacred. Are you scared of physical harm? Or of being disowned by family? Or confronted by others? Those are all telltale signs of a witch wound. When I record my podcast, I still struggle getting the words out at times. My throat seizes up, and I have to stop recording so that I can massage the throat muscles and then start again. When that happens, I'll grab my Queen of the Wands card and place it next to me as I record. She's the Witch of the Tarot, so I embody her fierce courage to push through that issue. There's a reason why we still suffer from blocked throat chakras. Institutions and others in power are trying to keep us from spreading the message that we all have magic and we all have the power to heal ourselves. They want to keep us silent, sick, and powerless, just like they did for millennia. But as we awaken to this inner power, it will be harder and harder for them to silence us. Once you understand the power you hold, that knowledge never goes dormant again. In book three of my series, my main character, Alexandra Steele, realizes that healing is magic and magic is healing. I just love when she makes that connection for herself. And I know that I'll never let them cut me off from my healing magic again. The reason I wrote my book series, The Divining Sisters, was to work through my own trauma from my past witch lives. It's helped me immensely to tell my story, and I find it healing every time I go back and I reread the story. I also wanted to inspire others to work on healing this witch wound. Through this soul-stirring story, I aim to teach empowerment by finding our voices again and reconnecting with gifts from past lives where we would have been punished and persecuted for practices that weren't acceptable in our communities at that time. Practices that could have even included something as simple as healing. This time in history, this healing is desperately needed. It's time that all the past witches, mystics, diviners, and healers 
tap back into our intuitive and healing gifts and use them proudly in this life. And to clear all the trauma associated with those gifts that we may have even spent lifetimes hiding out of fear of being found out again. It's time for us to come forward and live in the open with no fear. We need to be able to practice divination and healing rituals and whatever magical work flows through us. It's time to reclaim our power and clear our karmic debts and finish whatever missions weren't completed due to persecutions that ended many lives way too early. We can start this healing work by starting to acknowledge that there are experiences, scars, traumas, and wounds that we carry with us from all of these past lifetimes. And all of that's playing out on the unconscious level, but can be so impactful in our daily lives. To heal our witch wounds, we need to reclaim our stories, restore our voices, and start to share our stories and experiences with one another. And we can help others heal by listening to their stories too, with open hearts and minds. We can validate someone's experience by listening and holding space for them as they open up to us. Every time we use our voice to speak about the pain of those wounds and to tap into our power and our magic, we're healing at the soul level. Compassion for one another is how we move forward together. I heal from telling my story and from listening to others because when they heal through using their voice, I also heal parts of myself. That collective healing is so powerful. But punishment for witchcraft is not just a thing of the past. So if you're in an area of the world where you still can be punished for these practices, then of course do whatever you need to do to stay safe. I discovered last year that there's at least 10 witch camps in Africa where women who are cast out of their villages for suspected witchcraft are forced to live. Most of these women are innocent and don't even believe in witchcraft, but their family or neighbors accuse them anyway and cast them out and they have nowhere else to turn. I've seen videos of these camps, and there can be around a 100 women living in just one campsite. Some were cast out due to husbands wanting to remarry, and others just had neighbors who wanted their land. And all it took was an accusation of a curse or an evil stare cast their way before they fell sick. It reminds me of that quote from Cotton Mather from his book titled On Witchcraft, that he published in 1693, just after the Salem Witch Trials. The things confessed by witches and the things endured by others laid together amount unto this account of our affliction. So basically with this episode, I'm trying to say that it's up to us to clear this energy so that we can move out of this collective trauma from the witch trials. Once we heal those wounds, we won't be stuck in the past anymore with that trauma. We'll move forward out of the pain and rage over that injustice, and we won't be stewing in a lust for revenge against those who harmed us. Part of healing is growing past that and leaving it all behind us. You don't have to forgive if it doesn't feel right for you. But through my healing, I've learned to forgive some of those things related to that time period to free myself so that I can get to a point where I could teach these healing concepts. I simply don't want to rage anymore. I'm ready to move forward. Are you enjoying these episodes where we explore healing with various archetypes and their links to the tarot? 
I hope you're enjoying them as much as I am. Luckily, I found a little magical elixir that helps me stay in the creative flow when I'm brainstorming ideas for podcast episodes just like this one. Magic Mind is my new coffee replacement that keeps my mind organized and alert so I can write and record these episodes that explore all the ways we can heal with the archetypes on our healing journey with the tarot. This two-ounce elixir is easier on my stomach than coffee and doesn't leave me with the jitters. I sip on it right before my writing sessions, and I get in a good seven hours of productive work, thanks to the natural ingredients like the nootropics and adaptogens that not only help me stay focused and inspired, but also relaxed as I write through the evening. If you'd like to try this elixir for yourself, go to magicmind.com slash through tarot. That's spelled T-H-R-U-T-A-R-O-T. And use my code HEALING20, that's all caps, for 20% off your one-time purchase or up to 56% off your first subscription because it stacks with the subscription discount from the website. That's HEALING20 for 56% off. I'd recommend the 30-pack because it's the best deal. And it also works if you're already a subscriber. You save on your next subscription payment. If you're a podcaster like me, or just someone looking for enhanced productivity and creativity as you work, give Magic Mind a try. After a quick break, I'll review the Oracle of the Witch Reclaim Your Birthright deck, and I'll share a spread with you to help us heal this witch wound. Hi, listeners. I'm happy to announce that book three in my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters, has finally released. In this third installment of the series, titled The Threads of Fate, Alex, Izzy, and Hazel begin to retrace the threads of fate that bind them to better understand where this journey is leading them after reuniting in Salem, Massachusetts. As their enemies close in and up the stakes, the pieces of their past start to shift into place, revealing key details about their destiny set in motion lifetimes ago. Will learning more about their past incarnations help them overcome their fears to embrace their shared mission? Or will the adversaries re-emerging from their past stop them before stepping into their full power? You'll have to read to find out. This mystical and soul-stirring series focuses on reconnecting with past life gifts, sisterhood, empowerment through facing fears, and learning to step out of the shadows, which for these diviners comes from their love of the craft of divination, which is carried over from many lifetimes. Readers are raving about the series, calling it Harry Potter for adults, and claiming it as their new favorite witchy mystical series. You can find the ebooks and paperbacks of all the Divining Sister series books on Amazon, and the ebooks are also on Barnes and Noble, Apple Books, Google Play, Kobo, Scribd, Smashwords, and more. Read the book blurbs and book quotes on author.heatherhardison.com. There's a link in the show notes for your convenience. Start your magical healing journey with the Divining Sisters today with Book One. The Call of the Cards, and find your way back to yourself through their inspiring story. 
Hi, card slingers. My fifth spread ebook has launched, titled Healing Through Tarot's Life Path and Life Purpose Spreads, and includes 15 custom spreads that I've created to help you identify and align with your life path and sail to success. Spreads like the Life Path Alignment Spread, Lightwork Path Guidance Spread, Conquering Obstacles on My Path Spread, Advice for My Future Self, and Karmic Healing Path Spread will help you position yourself to step into your full power and achieve the purpose that you incarnated to fulfill. Plus many more spreads offering guidance and advice to get on path and stay on track. You can find this tarot and oracle spread ebook for only $12 on healingthroughtarot.com. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. There you can find the four other spread ebooks that I have on emotional and physical healing, mental health spreads, shadow work, and spreads that will guide you through the entire year with seasonal spreads, holiday spreads, full and new moon spreads, eclipses, and mercury retrograde spreads, and much more. There's a link in the show notes for your convenience. Together, we can heal through tarot. Rockpool Publishing sent over the Oracle of the Witch Reclaim Your Birthright deck for me to work with and review. This 44-card oracle helps you reawaken to the old ways and receive magical messages along with incantations to heighten your magic and power. The creators have really captured the essence of witch energy and power here with these striking red, black, and white images and I'm captivated by the images of the hands on the card backs. Simple, but powerful. If you understand how vital our hands are to magic and healing. There's a reason that all of my book covers from my book series, The Divining Sisters, are focused on the hands. For diviners, healers, and witches, we feel the flow of energy that bursts through our hands. They're our most important tools, really. When I touch these cards, They exude a magical, empowering energy. And working with them, you can feel the wisdom flowing through, helping you to tap into crone energy, folk wisdom, and sacred knowledge from the ancient ones, our ancestors. They're perfect for ancestral work and ancestral healing. I found them to have some very unique themes, with card titles like Hagstone, Not Magic, Forager, Weather Magic, Kitchen Witchery, Sigils, Cures and Remedies, Ritual Magic, and Witch Hunts. The guidebook is brimming with informative rituals, ancient knowledge, and profoundly deep messages. It's like sitting down to a mediumship session with the ancient ones. Each card has a magical message, practical witchy tips, and both shadow and light messages for upright cards and reversals. There's historical information for each theme, and a magical incantation is provided for each card to help you connect with that ancient wisdom. I'm always renewed with energy after working with these cards. This deck helps you to tap into your own inner wisdom that resides within, that you may have been disconnected from for a while, even lifetimes. These messages and card images help to evoke that inner wisdom and intuitive gifts and help to reconnect you with your power. 
So they serve to awaken parts of yourself that you need to call back to you at this time. I pulled a card for us today to explore. I pulled the Aradia card. The key word for this card is magic. It says, The magic in your bones calls you to rise to the challenge. Don't hide your witchcraft. For this card in the guidebook, there are several paragraphs here on historical information related to magic, witches, and the old ways. So I'll just read the gist of this. Magic runs through your veins, and you're reminded to perceive, accept, and harness it as a tool to attain your heart's desire and for healing and empowerment. Calling yourself a witch is an act of defiance that fights magical resistance and is a testament to the wise ones who have walked the path of the old ways before you. It's time to liberate the witch within and claim your rightful place among the craft of the wise as a true magician. Since the car came up upright, I'll read the light side unveiled message. And it says, Claiming your true path as a witch shifts your personal energy to enhance your natural powers, bringing healing, balance, and magic into your life and the world around you. Trust in your abilities and the ancient powers that support your magical path. That message really complements the theme of this episode nicely. I like that this deck gives you practical actions to take, and it's such a great tool for awakening the inner witch to help you tap into your inner magic. You could use these cards in spell work, rituals, and for healing the witch wound. This is perfect for me, because the book series that I'm writing now, The Divining Sisters, explores this very theme of recalling parts of your soul and your path back to you so that you can reconnect with lost gifts that can help you heal at the present time. So for me, this deck is really special, since I'm associating it with my mission for writing this book series. I'm definitely going to be doing some deep work with this deck. If you're like me, you might sense that it's time for all the witches to reawaken and reclaim our power through healing this witch wound. Reconnecting with the energy of the old ways helps us to call that part back to ourselves again so that we can regain what's been lost for far too long. This tool will help you do just that. Rockpool Publishing also sent over Spells, a little deck of enchantments. 40 mini cards for inspiration by Lorraine Anderson. And you may already know her because she's the author of the Seasons of the Witch Oracle deck series. These cards contain practical spells that you can implement quickly and easily to bring in more abundance and healing energy to manifest your greatest desires. You can use these cards to tap into your inner magic by including practical magic into your daily life. This deck contains easy, simple spells to attract money, abundance, protection, love, and healing into your life. And there are even spells for banishment if you feel that you need some extra protection around you. For example, for a simple banishment spell, this card says to add nine drops of both black pepper and clove to a diffuser whenever you believe you've been cursed or are the subject of malicious intent. For heart healing, she says to fill a sachet with amaranth and coriander at the time of a full moon. Place it under your pillow every day for 14 days, then throw it away at the new moon. 
easy, but effective. When we make our magic accessible and simple, it's easier to work into our already busy schedules and to stick with it. With this deck, you can either choose a card based on the intention you want to set, or just shuffle and pull a card randomly to determine whatever spell is needed at that time. What I love about this little deck of cards is that you can choose a card and complete the spell quickly in just a few minutes. And they're small enough to travel with and keep in your car or at your desk at work. And they make the perfect stocking stuffer. And at $12.95 on Amazon, they're the perfect price. You don't need any experience with spell work to cast these easy spells. Lorraine even suggests that you pull a card daily for intention or goal setting. You can even keep the card with you for the day to draw that intention and energy to you. Amplify your healing and manifestation and tap into your inner magic with these magical enchantment cards. Thanks to Rockpool Publishing for sending over both decks. Links are in the show notes and on my blog. I also highly recommend using the Seasons of the Witch Oracle decks from Rockpool Publishing. They always help me to easily tap into witch energy. They've already put out the Samhain, Yule, Beltane, and Maven decks. The Imbolc deck is coming very soon. I reviewed the Samhain and Yule decks in episode 32, where I also explore healing with the witch archetype. And there's a fabulous spread in that episode that focuses on tapping into your inner witch, finding your voice, and reclaiming your power. Great to pair with today's spread that I'll share next. I'll now share with you the nine card spread that I created to help us heal the witch wound. This spread is called Healing the Witch Wound Spread. Here are those prompts. What story do I need to share to heal this wound? Root cause of my witch wound. What injustice needs to be righted to move on? Where have I been holding my tongue? What unspoken truth needs to be voiced? What gift needs reclaiming to heal this wound? How to call these parts of me back home? How to strengthen and heal my inner witch? And what connects me to my magic and power? If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find this spread on my blog on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. And I've posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. And that's through, spelled T-H-R-U. And definitely check out my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters. Healing the Witch Wound is a running theme throughout the entire series. It's a very healing, soul-stirring, and empowering story. You can find books one through three, The Call of the Cards, We Divine Three, and The Threads of Fate on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, Google Play, Scribd, Smashwords, and more. And catch up before book four drops in late spring or summer 2024. It has witches, mystics, diviners, and all types of healers who reincarnate lifetime after lifetime 
to reunite with their coven sisters, to heal their witch wounds together. Links for all decks and books discussed in this episode are in the show notes and on my blog. And it's that time of year again when we need to order another tarot journal. I always order a new ritual tarot planner around this time of year. If you want one before the new year, remember that you can use my ritual discount code at checkout. I'll link my ritual ambassador link in the show notes for this episode and in the blog that goes along with this episode. My discount code HEATHER, all caps, gets you 15% off all your ritual purchases when you use that affiliate link and code. They have tarot stamps and stickers, dated and undated tarot journals and planners, including one for kids, tarot decks, and tarot-themed mugs, candles, and jewelry. So check them out using my link and code. In the next episode, I'll discuss tarot for kids and teens, and I'll review my first magic oracle for young readers. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.